guys, I'm Bethany. And I am Daltethany. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I am Dalton. You can't resist. And this is... <laughs> Looking for the middle. Wow, look at that setup. Man, I'm good. I'm, like I'm, no I'm wearing my, my arrogant sweater today, people. Oh my goodness, you guys. I have I have this one black sweater that is very slimming. It makes me feel good about myself with, with my white kicks on. I just look good today, and I am. And then, of course, someone extra. had to compliment him on it. Oh yeah, which I just am so sent extra the ego today. through the roof. My ego is already through the roof. Yeah, well, it got sent even further with that. You know, the sad thing is, people are going to leave this podcast thinking, "Man, that is the most arrogant person in the world." <laughs> He's really not. <laughs> it depends on the day. Yeah, black sweater day. Black sweater day. Too much. Day. You just got a haircut want... too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I got one yesterday. Yeah. Post haircut days are also <laughs> arrogant days. I want the same sweater, but in like navy. And then a different color that's not navy. I don't know what else. Gray. Looks good. Gray. <laughs> Man, I, I I need more of these. Let's talk where, about where podcast did you get things. It? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it's a Dockers or something. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. People give me when things. Christmas is coming up. I need to know what to get you. Nothing. <laughs> kindness. Get me kindness. That is asking. It's so much. rare. <laughs> you are never kind to me. I'm not. I'm awful. I okay. have been kind today. You kind of have. That's which means I have been. Well, that's true. Compared to normal, certain that is true. Certain people in this room are sick. Me. And if you certain tell. people in this room may or may not have given them that sickness. You. Me. Uh huh. <laughs> Technically, other people in the church gave it to me, so it's not my fault. I did or did not walk in your office a lot last week, coughing my head off. Yeah, exactly. And now you have it. Uh huh. But you're welcome. I y'all, I sound rough and i sound better like i am putting all of my energy into sounding as close to normal as possible i do apologize that this is as close as i can get it's nowhere near as bad as the run last year where i was just sick with no voice for about four weeks (laughs) that was rough (laughs) you thought it was rough i was the one dealing with it that is true you were thankful for it i could barely talk (laughs) that's true okay housekeeping housekeeping one one if you don't follow us on Patreon, we're on Patreon. Do it. I apologize. Normally, the main benefit is that you get episodes two days early. Uh, I apologize. This is not one. We are literally recording this the day before it releases because of sickness and different things. I'm just saying, I'm apologizing that we haven't been able to fulfill that part of it. We're going to get ahead and you won't have to worry about it. But so if you want to look for us on Patreon, you can. Are you um, looking for the middle? We have been for a really long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, other than that, we have a newsletter you can sign up for on our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. You didn't mean to say two. I said other than that. That's two. Like a segue. Three. Three. Uh, we have a Facebook group for you ladies out there, LFTM Community on Facebook. If you would like to chat with other listeners, chat with me, hang out, have a good time. Yeah, that's where you can four. do it. Wait, what is four? I'm really I don't know. drawing I just a blank. To see oh, okay. What happened when I, I said think four? That's all. I think that's everything. It is. Okay, so question of the day time, and it is my question of the day. And I had this one written down from like last week sometime. I don't oh, remember exactly cheating. what happened. That I was like, ooh, this is going to be my question. No, she actually prepares her questions of the day. <laughs> I will be sitting here sometimes while she is doing housekeeping, Googling a question I of the day. I don't normally have them ahead of time, but this one, for whatever reason, I did. Okay, are you ready? Ooh. <laughs> what is the pettiest reason you have ever swiped no on someone? Oh, you can't just ask that blindly. <laughs> You told me not to tell you. Ah, uh, I don't know. You answer it first, and I'll think of it. Um, it's your question. You should know. It is. I am horribly petty, or have been. 
if someone doesn't have good teeth that's fair that yeah that one um oh i remember why i wanted to ask this question you tell me your reason then i'll tell you what brought this up (laughs) why what have i done if i say the words serial killer eyebrows oh my god ring any bells for you that's probably not even the pettiest um (laughs) so bethany says i can be a bit particular yes but uh there was this one person who had done their eyebrows in such a way where they just they gave off serial killer vibes i don't know how to describe it it just it felt like this person if i went on a date with them might drug me, put me in the back of their trunk, and then slowly murder me. It just, it felt like that. I don't know how to explain it past that. Well, certain people said that I was being too judgy. I did. I was like, you are being way too And then picky. I said, you know what? Why don't you come over here and look at this picture? And, and I she did. came around the corner, and the next word that came out of her mouth were, oh, no. <laughs> I promptly apologized. Said you were not being petty in that moment, but then that's what inspired the question of, okay, what is the pettiest reason? Um, I have a lot. I know one of yours. What? You're weird. Not weird, but yeah, if there's like a lazy eye situation going on, okay, <laughs> you're real this, quick. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I have concentration issues. I just do. Uh-huh. And it's, this is no offense to anyone with a lazy eye. But I can be offensive because I try and look at both of them. It's Fair just enough. like I'm being perfectly honest. Like yeah. I'm bouncing back and forth. The the probably the more petty ones are. Uh, I swiped no to a girl one time because she was a Tennessee fan. Oh yes. <laughs> um, and then I'm just another real talk. I also predominantly swipe no if you have cats. Yeah, but you're allergic. I am. That's very reasonable. And I also just don't like them. Well, I don't either. I'm not allergic, and I would swipe left on that too. So, so it's just a, is that what it is? Swiping left? I don't know what direction. I don't swipe actually swipe. Swipe right is good. Swipe left is bad. I don't swipe. Yeah, I it's just that. Yeah. You can swipe on some of the apps that also give you the, the <coughs> option of, can you stop coughing? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, they give you the option of clicking. Yeah. I do the clicking. Yeah, because you're less likely to accidentally go the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah, I've had that happen. Uh huh. And then I match with someone. They promptly match with I me. Know. I was like, unmatch, unmatch, unmatch. Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> give them it's no time to trace like me. When you're unmatching from someone, where it's like you have to give a reason, and you're like, I just am really clumsy and didn't mean to swipe in the first place. I, I feel have better weird about thumbs. that. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I totally, I totally do. <laughs> I have normal people thumbs. You except have I need ones. to clip my fingernails. Anyway. We could get way off into the weeds. This is here. our witty banter. I know, but people like my witty banter. They do, but just I like in, to say witty banter in, in moderation. We don't want to be too witty or too bantery. So too bantery. I don't know. Is that even a word? Probably no. It's not a word. Bantry. It's like pantry, but not. <laughs> Can we talk about something? Yes. Okay. So what are we talking about today? That was a test to see if you could actually regurgitate to me what we're talking about today. Well, you see, we're talking about issues in modern dating. We are. And uh, with those issues, Uh we're trying to look. For what? For the middle. Okay. Um, Okay. Enough. You don't know what we're talking about. I think we're talking about. (laughs) Hold on. We are talking about stuff and things oh my goodness today Hold on, i'll figure it out just <laughs> you give were me getting no closer give to me, it give me a second i'm gonna figure it out we are talking about uh do i really want to be in a relationship with this person 
or do I just want to be in a relationship in general? Yes. And the pitfalls that flow from that. Yes, you're getting close. Basically, hey, we are talking good about enough. <laughs> We're talking about how to tell if your feelings for someone are true. That's what I said. Sin and I'm so, I know, I'm just saying so that <laughs> as it and then to elaborate on that, the question of do I want to date this person or am I just looking for a person? First question have you ever been in that place where you were just looking for a person why you gotta ask me that question well i figured i would answer it too i'm just saying because you know the answer to that question (laughs) because you've yelled at me before i have you could a couple of times yes yeah i've not ever yelled at you for that well that's true but you have not been guilty of that at the time that i've known you yeah but see this is where like my age and maturity passed you Uh uh-huh come into my favor because uh-huh. I dealt with those things. That's why I'm yeah, I can yell at you about it because Basically, I I had to deal with those is, things. I'm better than you. No, you thought my sweater was arrogant. You should see mine. No, I'm saying I have been in that place and I get it and so I see that sometimes and I yell at you. What are you looking at? Is it alive? Whatever it is over there? No, it's just crawling I on the floor. I'm ADHD and I okay. thought there was a name on that ladder okay. over there. That's fine. There's nothing crawling Quit on the floor. avoiding the question. I'm, dang it. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, I have done that. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think recently. Probably, I think I have done it recently. How do you spot it in yourself? Typically, I don't. Gotcha. That's okay. the issue. Yeah. Um, I think there are times and seasons when it's a little bit easier to spot and identify. Yeah. Loneliness is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Uh-huh. Uh, because it, it tells you lies. Uh-huh. And you just kind of latch on and gravitate towards anyone that gives you attention. So I think it, for me, it's a little bit harder to identify, and that's why I have to be surrounded with people that know me best in this area. Yeah. So they can say, are you really interested in this person, or are you just interested in a person? Uh-huh. Which you may or may not have said to me like three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, and sometimes I don't know. So it forces me to take a step back. Yeah. Because there are, I mean, there there have been times where I'm just interested in a person. It's this figment of my imagination. Uh-huh. I'll say it that word, way, where I want someone. Uh-huh. And I know there is someone out there. And so when you fall into that frame of thinking, you attach it to anyone. Yeah. So-and-so gave me attention. Or so-and-so seems to be around a lot. Or uh, so-and-so is actually interested in me. Yeah. And since they're interested in me, I'm just going to attach the want of someone onto this particular person that I might actually not be interested in. It's just this desire. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And I think what you said about loneliness wants attention is a big part of that. I know for me it was like, like let's say you're on an app and you're talking or you're swiping you're not really looking for it to go like for me, it was like, I'm not really looking for it to go past that. I just want the attention of someone talking to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when it came down to it, I'm like, well, I don't really want to go out with him. I'm like, then what am I doing? Right. I'm just wanting there to be someone to take up my time and really to distract from the fact that there's not what I really want. Um, and I think, uh, one, one like indicator of that to me, it's like, do you find yourself, lowering standards even incrementally of okay here's this thing that's normally a red flag no go for you whether it's theological whether it's personality wise whatever it is and you know that like you've established this is not okay and you 
kind of tell yourself, well, maybe I am being too picky. Maybe I'm being too harsh. And you start to lower those things that you know you really shouldn't. Mm -hmm. That's always an indicator to me of like, okay, you just want there to be someone. You're not looking for the someone. You just want a someone. Well, and I don't the, mean you, you. I mean the general you. She means me, me. No, um, I really don't. One of the things that I would say to that, I mean, you, the issue is sometimes people walk into it and they don't have standards. Yeah. Um, which sounds harsh when, I, when it comes out of my mouth. But what I mean by that is you don't really have a set list of criteria that you're looking for, non-negotiables or things that you're willing to move a little bit on. If you come into it without that, then you're already setting yourself up for failure in that area. Yeah. Um, so I think that sometimes is the problem of the bar is constantly moving, <laughs> yeah. so it'll attach on to anyone. That's a problem. But the other side of what you were just describing is you're willing to negotiate on what were non-negotiables at first. Yeah. That should be a, an indicator to you where something's not right here. Yeah. I'm thinking about this wrong. Yeah. Uh, would you say there are other indicators besides just the, the changing of criteria or standards? Because I'm kind of interested. That's one piece of the puzzle. But how, I mean, how else would you identify it outside of that? That you're just wanting there to be someone? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're just not really into the person. <clears throat> if you're talking to someone or you're going along, and one, you know their feelings are way outpacing yours, but you're not really willing to set some sort of DTR or parameters or mm-hmm. anything like that. Or if you know... I'm not super into this, but it's someone to hang out with, but it's whatever. And there's no one else. So I'll just keep doing this. How do you determine, uh, if you're truly into someone? And I know that's like, that's a wide open, but give give me the short answer. You would say, this is how I know I'm interested in someone because depending on what season of life you are and what's going on around you, your emotions can play tricks on you. They can. And you might say, I'm super into someone. And you're actually not versus there could be other situations where you go, I don't know if I'm really interested in this, but you actually are. Yeah. For me, do I want, do I keep wanting to like talk to that person? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm not, I want to be in the sense of, I'm a pretty independent person. Yes, you are. I do not, like, I do not need constant attention for to know that someone's interested in me. Some would say you're Miss Independent (laughs) and others would say you're Miss Self-Sufficient. Who would say that? Uh, those that would say you're Miss Never Let a Man Interfere. <laughs> anyway, um, and so if I'm like, this is me personally, this is not everyone, but if I'm like, oh, I want to keep going back, I want to keep talking, I want there to be like an ongoing conversation, I'm like, oh, I actually am kind of into this um, because I'm not normally a be smothered kind of person. And that's how I would, if I started to get this like smothered feeling, I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm just, I don't think I'm where I need to be in this. See, that's where we're so vastly different. I know. (laughs) Because I get emotionally attached easily. Uh Uh-huh. So it's hard for me to read myself. Yeah. I can latch on to anyone. Interesting. Which sounds terrible. We're so opposite. But like, I I mean, friends. Uh Uh-huh. I have close relationships with a ton of people. Because I just gravitate towards people. Well, yeah, Dalton talks about, oh, yeah, my best friend this, my best friend that. You never I'm know like, who I'm talking about. It could about. be one of literally probably about eight people. Oh, yeah. The list is <laughs> much higher than you would anticipate. Yeah. Um, it, which is ironic because I can have introverted tendencies. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, like, I'm an open book. 
Yeah. I just tell people everything, <sighs> which I think opens the door for more emotional connections uh-huh. than normal. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I never know how to read myself. Yeah. That's why that's I say why you, I have to have community I was a little about to say, that's why you need someone on the outside looking and going, hey, hold up a second. You don't know enough about this person. I mean, we were joking. <laughs> you know, it's been a running joke now. Dalton's on eHarmony and he's giving me a hard time. He's like, I'm not there's like a, an update every, it's been 17 days and I'm not married. It's been 18 days and I'm not married. It's your fault. And so you, was, <laughs> don't forget, if I don't meet someone I know, off of eHarmony, you owe I'm, me money. I'm, I'm on the hook for it. But the other day he was actually talking to someone and it had been like two days. And I said, well, when are you proposing this afternoon at two? And he was like, no, like trying to be all smart lucky. And then he was like, tomorrow, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so, two yeah. didn't work for me. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, I am the total opposite of that in that I do not lead with emotion. I lead with logic. Um, so you're saying I'm illogical? I, you are completely irrational <laughs> when it comes to these things. That's fair. <laughs> but I have the op- like I then people. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> oh, he is. You guys. I have planned so many engagements. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. So my sister got engaged the way that she did because of me. That is true. You I planned the whole thing. All of it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I think it kind of starts with yeah knowing. Do you ever have sad girl days? Knowing your tendencies. Um, not regularly. I mean, I don't have sad boy days regularly, but there's been t- like the times where you know, you watch emotional engagements and yeah, love stories and you cry. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Not really. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Drink a bunch of coffee. So. Oh. Weep some more. <laughs> you are a mess. <laughs> I am off the rails today. So, yeah. No. So I think you have to know, know yourself in that sense mm-hmm. of what your tendencies are, where your shortcomings are, so that everyone should be surrounded by community, but yep. so that you can help your community help you. It's dating community and also be single in community. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You need you need people that know you the best uh-huh. that can check you when your guard is down. Because for me, guard goes down easy. Yeah. Which is dangerous. Yeah. Well, and that's the, on the opposite end. I need people to tell me it's okay to let your guard down. The, the Here's a good indicator of me. Um, if I start talking to someone and I'm slow to tell everything about them. Yeah. Because I'm worried what other people would say. Uh-huh. That's pretty much a good indicator <laughs> yeah. uh, that I'm more interested in having someone than this person. That makes sense. Um, okay. So I think some other reasons that you might be just looking for someone instead of a certain someone fear of missing out FOMO I mean don't you think if like at least if everyone around you is entering a season whether it's dating whether it's marriage whether it's having kids whether it's whatever do do you suddenly find yourself feeling like you need that when maybe before that you didn't um well I mean I would say yes just not the maybe before yet you didn't I mean I feel the desire all the time to be married. Sure. Not in an idolatrous way necessarily. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's a desire it's a that desire. I have. Good yeah. desire. I want to be married and I want to have kids. Um, I think if my reasonings switch into that, well, everyone else has someone. Everyone else has a family. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, now we're in entering into that season versus I, I want this because this is what the Lord has said is good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good point. I think for me, it, it's like... I could be totally fine being single as long as all my friends are single. 
But then as soon as, if several of them are like dating people, then I'm like, oh, I should be doing that too. Mm -hmm. And so what would, would have been, but it goes to your point. What would it like, what would have been fine if everyone's in the same place, suddenly they're not. And so it's not fine means it never was really fine in the first place. There just were not the environmental outside influences to bring out what was really in your heart. You weren't content to start with. There was just nothing pushing that out. Yeah, and it becomes dangerous for the other person. If you just look at someone as, uh, well, you're my cure for uh-huh. being lonely or not being a part of the crowd, and I can go do more things with my friends if I have a significant other, uh-huh. uh, you're not really approaching it with the right intentions, and you're just going to end up hurting someone. Yeah, it's it's selfish from the get-go, and there's nothing about pursuing a relationship like that that should be based in selfishness, which we're sinful fallen people. It, it will always come back to that, but it's a constant putting off selfishness, putting on. You say selfishness. I totally did. And I was really hoping you were going to just you let it go by, know I don't. but you did not putting off selfishness and putting on a selfless service to that other person. All right. So FOMO. Yep. I think, uh, jealousy is another one, whether it's my ex is dating someone oh, else. Yeah. I mean, cause <laughs> We, I'm sure it's the same for guys. We talk, we've talked about this at some point in the archives here of episodes about as soon as you break up with someone, there's this unspoken competition that starts. Yeah. Of who's going to show up with someone else first. Which is stupid. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it's a thing. Well, because I think part of it is not just a, well, actually, let's back up. There are a lot of contributing factors. Uh huh. Uh, one is because you could be angry at the other person uh-huh. if they're the one that led to the cause of the breakup or you feel like they've wronged you. And so it's uh, revenge. Uh-huh. You're, you're trying to get revenge on them by finding someone else. I think that's one issue. Uh, another one in that is that fear of missing out, kind uh-huh. of, where well, I don't want to be the one that's single out of the two of us. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Because I'm okay. I'm not hurting. I'm not sad. I'm not I whatever. moved on. I moved on. Yeah, you were you don't you don't have that kind of effect on me, kind of thing. Which is equally as stupid. And it's dishonest. It is. You know, it, it, it down down at the core of it. But I think the one that is most often overlooked, which is potentially the most dangerous in the group, because you have the revenge tactic, you have the defense mechanism, uh-huh. or because you actually don't know how to manage your emotions. Say you've been in a relationship with someone for two years. Yeah. And your emotions have just been attached to that one particular person. You drop out of a relationship, and then all of a sudden, you don't know what to do with those emotions, so you want to project them on someone else. Oh, and yeah. And so they're just attached to someone else. Well, now I'm interested in this person because I have to have a person. Uh-huh. That's the only way I know how to operate. Uh-huh. So you project them on someone else. You rebound. Because that's is what this is. A it's a rebound. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't actually care about them in the first place. You just wanted someone to transition those feelings to. That, I yeah. think, is the most damaging. I agree because one, that's very not kind to that other person. They don't deserve that, and they think they think this is a true feeling. They think that you, what they're feeling is being reciprocated, and it's not. But at the same time, that's a lot within you that you haven't dealt with either. Which until you do, even if you realize, hey, this is a rebound, you break up, and you whatever. If you just give something time those things don't just go away. Like they say, time heals all wounds. Well, it does, but it's not because you just sit there and don't think about mm-hmm. it. Poof, it's fixed. You have to 
deal with the issues that need to be dealt with. And I'm not saying it's a sin problem. That may not be the case, but like properly deal with the handling of those emotions. Um, not just stuff it down and say, no, I'm fine. It will come out eventually. Yeah. Well, the part of the reason why I say, uh, this is the most damaging of the three that I listed, which by the way, there's probably more out there. Those were just the three that came to my head. Uh, revenge is kind of easier to spot. Uh huh. (laughs) Because when somebody is trying to just get vengeance on an ex, they're going to only talk about that and they're going to hyper fixate on that. Yeah. And you can pretty quickly pick up on, um, they're just trying to get back at someone. (laughs) Yeah. Something's not right here. Yeah. Uh, the, the FOMO one, fear of missing out, that one's still easier to spot because they will just bring you with them <laughs> and you're, you're present yeah. and you're not really with them. Right. They just wanted to have someone around. Uh, and yeah. that's easier to spot because they aren't really giving you the attention you deserve. Uh-huh. The last one is hard to spot because emotions are heavily involved in that situation. Yeah. And what will happen is they'll continue to project those emotions but little by little, they'll start to wean off of those, and those will start falling back down. Yeah, at a certain you've point, it'll developed start to emotions yeah. for this person. The other person is going down. They're just slowly realizing you're not the other person. Uh-huh. So now you are down the road with someone yeah. that you thought cared about you. You have feelings they no longer do. Uh-huh. That's oh. where the damage happens. Yeah. Um. So. Those were the th- main categories I had of like th- pitfalls of not really being t- to pull a phrase from The Bachelor. I haven't watched it for, but they always used to say, "Are you in it for the right reasons? Are you here for the right reasons?" That was like this big catchphrase on it. the show. And so it's like th- I don't those, watch garbage TV. I haven't watched it in years. That's that was what just she always says. the thing. She's probably watching The Golden Bachelor right now. <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I saw the previews and it was just too cringy. I could not do it anyway. Yeah, you mean the lady walking in with a grandma garb on and then yeah, ripping it off? Yeah, and yeah I couldn't, couldn't Here do it. I am. Couldn't do it. <laughs> it's stupid. So. Stupid's my favorite word. Jealousy, fear of missing out, r- rebounding, just wanting a person. Those were the main like categories of that that I could think of. And I think it all boils down to, with any of those, a discontentment of where you're at right then. Like, you know, we talk about, okay, here's the symptom, not the symptom, here's the the fruit, here is the what's coming out, here is what we see. Okay, let's run it back to a heart issue. Run it mm-hmm. back to what is really going on. I think it's a, it's not trusting that the Lord's plan is good. It's like, I have to do something else. I have to make something else happen at its core. What do you think? Yeah, I like the trajectory we're going. Um, don't oh, sneeze. <laughs> you look like you're about to sneeze. I'm trying not to. <laughs> um, I like the direction we're going because we talked about ways to identify it, typical uh-huh. leadings to that. But one of the things that my friends have grown very much accustomed to is I always try and get to the heart of the issue. Yep. Like, okay, what was your desire? What was your goal? What was your purpose in doing this? Let's get down to the heart level. Because uh-huh. if you don't change the heart level, you're never going to change. That That's the only way that true and authentic change happens. So... I think one hand it is uh, not trusting the Lord's provision. That Did you say not trusting the Lord's provision? Provision. I thought you said not trusting the Lord for vision. And I was like, Or vision. That doesn't uh, make sense. Not trusting the Lord's provision. So you would say with your mouth, the Lord will provide. 
God said it's a good thing for a man to find a wife, a wife to find a husband. It is a good thing, so the Lord will provide. And we can sound super spiritual. But it's like walking into church <sighs> with a mask on. Uh-huh. It's the same issue. Which is what I should probably do this week with my issues. With your attempts to sneeze. And your her eyes are watering <laughs> so bad so right now. Bad. She is at war with a sneeze, I but totally it won't come am. out. It will not. Anyway, um, go ahead. You might say it, but you don't really believe it. Yeah. So what you do is, I'm going to take over. Uh-huh. The Lord the, the Lord clearly needs some help in this situation, so I'm, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> and I'm just going to make it happen. Whether it's, I, I feel lonely and alone, so I'm going to just attach to someone, or all of my friends have this, I'm going to attach to this, or I'm trying to get revenge on our next. Whatever it is, you're trying to take control of the situation. Yeah. You're not God. And you're telling God that he's not good at his job. Yeah. Which, last I checked, was my favorite word, stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's... You're telling me the one that uh, sustains the entire universe in the palm of his hand can't can't handle your dating life? Right. He can't... Or, or you know you better someone. how to handle it. Like, he could, but you know you know the better way. The Let one with perfect you. wisdom. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, as, as the Bible says, it's foolish. So I think there is an issue with failing to trust the Lord's provision. There's another issue. Ooh, what is it? Idolatry. Yep. You have made an idol of relationships. Which, which we're going to talk about in a later episode. We will episode talk about too. in a later episode, but I'm going to tease it a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because I, I think it's an extremely dangerous thing. Uh-huh. Of you want someone so bad that you've taken what God created to be good uh-huh. and you've made it ultimate. That you're only ever going to be complete if you have a person, and so you have to go find them at all costs, no matter if you really like them or not. You just got to find someone. God is a jealous God. Mm-hmm. He does not put up with people idolizing things over him. Yeah. So what you will find is if you pursue relationships in an idolatrous way, there will be consequences. Whether it's the destruction of that relationship in the dating term or a very, very bad marriage Mm -hmm. in the early outset because you made an idol of it. So I, I would say those are the two major categories that I see of actual heart issue that's happening. Yeah. Would you add anything to that? No, I think that's that's where it comes that's where it stems from. That I, I don't see it being much other than that when you boil it way back down. So then I would say, if this is a place that you've identified that you're at, um, I can I know my next question would be like, uh, okay, great. I have identified that. I have repented of it. I know it's wrong. What do I do yeah. as it as it pertains to then dating? And how do I know that I'm doing that correctly? One, broken record. Make sure you are surrounded by community. But I would say this isn't something that you just identify and say, oh, this is something I do and jump right back in. There's some like retraining of patterns and habits that need to happen in the sense of spend time in the word, spend time with the Lord. Because when we allow those things to become idols, it's because we're not viewing God for who he is, for who he truly is. Because if we were viewing God for who he truly is, there wouldn't be room for those idols mm-hmm. because we see the creator of the universe for who he really is. And so I think spending time reacquainting yourself with that without other distractions is good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, okay, I'm going to do this for three months or two months or six months or a year. 
because then you're just counting down. Like you might find yourself just counting down to something, but I think take the time that you need, whatever that is to do that and then move back into dating once I was, I was about to say once you've mastered that, but I don't think we ever master it. I, but I mean like once, once you've like solidified some patterns and habits and all of that, then move back into a dating sphere. What do you think? Um, a few texts come to mind, uh, scripture references. The first one is Proverbs 19 verse uh-huh. 20 and 21. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. If you're failing to trust in the Lord's provision, then you're failing to rely on the truth of this text, that the purpose of the Lord will stand, and his plans will come to fruition. God will not fail. God is not overcome by the brokenness of the world, and he doesn't need your help. Yes. He wants your faithfulness and your obedience, but he doesn't need your help. Your obedience is not derived out of, I got to get what I need to get. Your obedience is derived out of a joyful trust in this promise that the ways of the Lord, the purposes of the Lord will stand. So I think that's that's one thing that comes to mind. I think of 1 Corinthians 10, 31, mm-hmm. whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all things for the glory of God. If your sole fixation and focus in this life is to glorify God, then you won't have room to try and glorify self by gratifying your desires and your wants mm-hmm. um, would be the other text that I would go to. And then I think Psalm 34 is what I'm thinking of. Let me scroll uh, da, 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 da. fast forward here. Uh, oh, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in, refuge in him. Um, there it is, verse 10. The young lions suffer want and hunger. But those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Yeah. Now, let me ask a question. How do we define what a good thing is? You and I are not the definition of a good thing. Let me add to that. Yeah, I have a thought. There is only one person that defines what a good thing is. Yeah. And that is the Lord. Here is the hard part to swallow. What might be a good thing for one of you listeners is that you remain single. Yeah. That might be the Lord's good thing for you. Because you know what it teaches you? Dependence upon Him. Uh-huh. And that's what I was going to say. A good thing is anything that makes you turn to Jesus more. Yes. Anything that turns you more into His image. And we were in... I think it, maybe it was a staff meeting a couple of weeks ago. I, I can't, it was in the, it was here. It was at, like, I heard someone say this here at church, but I don't remember who or when, but they were talking about, um, blessings from the Lord and that as God, as the children of God, there are trials in our lives. There are things that are not fun. There are things that don't feel good. There are things that we would not pick. But in the midst of those things, they're turning us more to Christ. They're turning us more into his image. They're increasing our dependence on him. And that's always a good thing. And there is blessing in that. And it, it just that anything we receive from the Lord, whether we deem it good or bad, as his children is always blessing because he will always, like you said, he's a jealous God. He will always be drawing his children closer and closer to him. Even if it is through difficulty, even if it's through hardship, even if it is through something that we wouldn't pick. 
Um, and so, I, you know, it goes back, as it goes back to, this is what I've always asked. I always ask myself in these situations of what do I want most? Do I want what I want the most or do I want Jesus more? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, I, you know, be really honest with yourself when you're asking and answering that question. The, the only blessing that we need is more of Christ, right? Yeah. So what is the ultimate purpose of marriage? To make you more like Christ. Yeah. What is the ultimate purpose of singleness? To make you more like Christ. Yep. What is the ultimate purpose of being a member in the local church? To make you more like Christ. And don't buy the lie that one of those will do that more no. than the other. It will not. That's the the amazing part of the Lord's plans that will prosper. Uh-huh. Is that he will use all things for our good and his glory. We just need to make sure that we're not trying to define good in our terms. Yes. But the, the other part of this that verse 10 of uh, Psalm 34 says is those who seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. One of the issues that comes out of this type of thinking is that I'm going to seek a spouse and not the Lord. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll put all my energy here, and then once I find someone, just someone, I'll seek the Lord again. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. You have to seek after the Lord and His timing and His provision. And when you do that, you become content with waiting on the right person. And I'm not saying this this mystic, magic, right, Mr. Yeah. Right out there for you of... The quote unquote one, because you only know the person is the one when you get married to them. <laughs> but those who seek after the Lord are happy and joyful and waiting in his good timing because they know that is a good gift designed to make them more like Christ. Yep. So I think that's, uh, we, we talked about the uh, the symptoms or the things that, the issues that come out of this. We talked about the heart's desire, and I think we talked about the remedy to it. Uh-huh. Um, that's ultimately what we want to get to in all of this is finding the remedy to these issues. Yeah. And truth be told, the remedy really isn't the Word of God. The Word of God really is sufficient to answer all of these questions. Sometimes it might not seem like it. You say, well, Dalton, it doesn't say this, this, <laughs> this, and this. It still speaks to it. Yeah. It speaks to the heart. Because when you get down to the heart level, we all struggle with the same things. And God's Word is sufficient to make us more like Christ and to put off these things that we might desire him more than anything else in this world. Yeah. So box done. I think that's a good place to I think it is a call good place it. to I mean, I don't have up. anything else. Do you? S- especially with you over there dying of a sneeze. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, I, was like I can't, I'm trying not to sneeze. My nose is running. I'm trying not to sniff. I'm really sorry, guys. We will get healthy and get more on the ball, get more ahead of things. Um, but for now, we will call this here. Um, we will be back next week with a new episode. And I think what we will try to do is hopefully we can record next week's episode and then we'll record a couch cast. And I think what we, we haven't really talked about this, but I just kind of make these decisions and Dalton goes with it. I think we're going to try to do most of the couch cast this season in a more rapid fire, multi-question format to get through as many of you guys' questions as we can, since this is the last season. So come back next week for another episode. But until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Dalton. And this is Looking for the Middle.